Well, thanks so much for joining us again on Cranford Radio. As we've done for the past few years, we are providing an opportunity for the chairperson of the Union County Board of Chosen Freeholders to discuss some of their priorities for the coming year. This year, it's Al Mirabella of Fanwood, who is serving as the chairman of the Union County Board of Chosen Freeholders. Al, welcome to Cranford Radio. Thanks so much, Bernie. I'm, uh, I'm delighted to spend a couple of minutes with you uh, speaking about our initiatives in uh, 2020. And I wish you and, and all your listeners a happy new year. Well, thank you so much. Well, it was Sunday just a few days ago when you were actually sworn into office. And during that swearing in or following it, you uh, laid out some of your priorities and initiatives for 2020. So why don't you tell us a bit about what you'd like to uh, accomplish during the year ahead, please? Sure, I'd, I'd love to share that. So I've entitled the, the series of initiatives for 2020 uh, as Union County 2020 Inclusion, Safety, and Outreach. There's four major initiatives that are included within this set of initiatives for the freeholders to execute on behalf of the residents of the county. The first, keeping Union County safe and secure. We intend to expand our Union County Regional Dispatch Center uh, which houses right now 14 municipalities, various emergency call centers, uh, fire, police, and rescue squad. Um, we intend to distribute new radios amongst the fire departments so that they're better connected with the county services. You know, I'm very proud of the, the fire departments across Union County and the way they respond to, to fires. There's a mutual aid organization that they all subscribe to to help each other and towns and it's really the model in the state of new jersey these radios are designed to you know further enhance that great system that they have in place right now so that's the first initiative the second is union county 2020 itself and that is going to be really a focus uh, you know the first part of the year on the 2020 census which is very important for everybody to count in our county, everybody needs to be counted. So we're going to make a full-on effort to uh, support the uh, federal mandate of this uh, census, uh, make sure everybody's counted around our county. It's so important to have a proper census because, you know, that's where a lot of grant funding and federal appropriations uh, derive from are the census numbers in, in a county, in the state. So we're going to focus on that big time in uh, 2020. Uh, of course, in the next coming year, part of that initiative is to celebrate the 19th Amendment. It's the 100th anniversary, providing the women's right to vote. So we'll have some celebrations, some recognition around that important legislation 100 years ago. And one of the things, Bernie, that I'm really excited about is uh, a partnership with our vocational schools to work together with the county on a piece of property on Cushing Road. And the county bought a farm uh, several years ago, and this is going to be a way where our vocational students can step in, help design, and help operate a working farm. You know, in this new landscape in New Jersey and the United States with a farm-to-table and an urban agriculture kind of farming methodology, this is really exciting for us uh, to work with our students. And, you know, while I'm talking about the vocational school, I'd like to say, you know, so proud of that schools. And, uh, you know, back when I became a freeholder many, many years ago, we started putting these schools together uh, the high schools, to provide opportunity for our students around the county who want an aggressive education, that want a real top-notch, you know, in addition to complementing the great 
education uh, of the public schools around. This provides them with an opportunity, and uh, they're nationally ranked uh, schools and among the best in the state of New Jersey, so I'm proud of that. I'm looking forward to that initiative coming forward. One of the other things is uh, a grant portal that will help our municipalities. So to offset the rising costs uh, in, in municipalities, of course, you know, all of uh, the municipalities are looking for grant opportunities. This will provide them with a portal that will alert them to new grant opportunities around the state, whether they're state grants or federal grants. And I'm excited about that. I think it will really help our towns. So that's the first two. And you can see there's a lot of things and how excited I am about laying forth these initiatives. The third of the fourth is an uh, initiative I'm calling Union County Means Business for All. One of my last uh, chairmanships, I created a program called Union County Means Business, and it brought together businesses for uh, awareness of, of services that are uh, available in Union County to um, network and provide uh, opportunities where uh, our local business have access to speakers and information. And this is going to expand that program to focus on women, minority, veteran, and LGBTQ businesses and help them connect with potential people to, to utilize their services. So I'm excited for that, too, to expand on Union County Men's Business. And the last one, and certainly uh, equally important to the rest, is what I'm calling Union County Cares. And this is... Um, uh, where Union County will participate in an international prevention access program called U equals U, undetectable equals untransmittable. It's a campaign to support the efforts to eradicate HIV and end HIV-related stigma. So that's really important is to raise the awareness of that and help eradicate HIV. We're also um, implementing in 2020 a Fresh Start program, providing mobile bathing and laundry services for people that need that service, implementing an indoor riding rink of, at Wachong Stables for wheelchair accessibility so that people of all abilities can participate in our programs and our events around Union County. And we're going to be reviewing all the signage in all our county parks to make sure that people feel welcome and included. So that kind of lays out, Bernie, the vision um, that I have for our uh, freeholder group uh, and all the rest of the freeholders for the county government in 2020. There's four initiatives, all I feel very important to, uh, to move our county forward. Well, now, obviously, a couple of those initiatives involving, for instance, the census and commemorating the women's right to vote, which was passed 100 years ago, are tied into the calendar. But in terms of some of the other initiatives, how do you determine when there are so many competing interests and so many things going on, which issues you'd like to focus on for the coming year? Well, that's a good question because, you know, with so many things um, going on, it, it's more for me a, a question of understanding where we're at in Union County and what are the needs moving forward in the next coming year. Uh, I rely on the county manager, Ed Oatman, and the deputy county manager, Amy Wagner, to run the day-to-day -day operation of the county. That's what their uh, job is and that's what they do. And they work directly with our directors and kind of solicit some ideas that could be valuable. So that's how the process works for me uh, when I'm chairman, and this is the fifth time that I'll be chairman of the board. Uh, obviously, the last time I was chairman was before you started this uh, program and in the interview with the chairman, but I love the idea to, to be able to speak 
to you, to your uh, listenership. Uh, I think it's an important uh, component to get the word out. Um, but I, um, I always ask the directors through the county manager to give some ideas of what they feel are important. And then I kind of weigh that with, you know, my own personal style and, you know, what I think is important. And I take a lot of uh, feedback from the rest of the freeholders. So it's really, in my mind, Bernie, a, a collective effort of where we're going and where we want to be as a county, you know, one year from today. And uh, that's, uh, that's really the way it works and how I, how I approach uh, putting this set of initiatives together. And I couldn't be more proud of, uh, of this group uh, of initiatives that we have this year. It hits a lot of things that I feel are important, and that gets back simply to you know, inclusion in our county, uh, safety, and outreach to those people in need. You mentioned that this is your fifth term as the chairman of the Board of Chosen Freeholders. First time was uh, nearly 20 years ago, back in 2001, and going back to when you first came on the Freeholder Board, 1997. I'm curious, it's, it's been obviously a bit of time since you first started serving as a freeholder. What have been some of the changes that you've seen over that period of time? Two of the significant things that I've changed and that I've noticed really is, is the focus on education that was starting 20-something years ago. This is my 23rd year as I'm entering in, um, in 2020. But there was a real focus made at that time to supporting education. I mentioned in one of my initiatives, uh, inclusion with the um, vocational schools. And, you know, over that time, you know, I've seen our dedication and, and our uh, vocational schools really grow. The Magnet School had just been forming, but since then, we added the Academy for Information Technology, the Academy for Performing Arts, the Allied Health Services, and the Union County Tech School, Technical School. And, you know, there's five high schools that are on that campus in Scotch Plains, where, you know, people think of traditional vocational schools, at least when I was growing up, were, you know, uh, individuals that were interested in, in, in a beauty school or mechanics, trades, and things along those lines. It certainly expanded far past that, and that's been a significant change, is our focus on education. We were so blessed in, in our county to have a wonderful uh, community college, Union County College is ranked typically in the top tier of uh, two-year uh, institutions in the state of New Jersey. And, of course, Kane University, which has uh, blossomed over the last 20 years under the leadership of Dawood Farahi. So education has been a huge, huge effort over the last 20 years. And, you know, I didn't know getting involved the first time I ran that that was going to be, although I thought it was important at the time, even, you know, 23 years ago, I didn't know that that was going to be a primary focus, and it certainly has been. The other thing that I think has changed significantly is um, the uh, open space uh, initiatives that we put in place nearly 23 years ago that have really blossomed in our county. I mean, we are very densely populated county. There's not a lot of open space. And, you know, I said at the time when we started working on preserving open space in our county that when it's gone, it's gone. And there's overdevelopment, and there's a lot of things that are happening. And so, so I guess I've really been enjoying over the last 20 years the securing of open space, the work that we've done in different communities, uh, all the new county enhancements in our parks and recreation. It's just so important to see 
people enjoying that kind of uh, thing for, for our residents to be in parks and enhance it and expand these parks and preserve open space. It's been wonderful. So those are the two things I think that, that, that I've been you know most impressed with and, and most proud of is the education and the preservation of, of, of our open space. And the last thing I want to ask you about, a lot of people obviously are familiar with the freeholders, but they may not be familiar with the individual freeholders. And I'd like to, to hear just a bit about your story. Where did you grow up? How did you first become involved with politics? As you mentioned, being a freeholder is not necessarily a full-time job, although maybe a look at your schedule when you're serving as chairman especially would maybe counteract uh, that, that, that thought. But uh, what do you do uh, beyond being a freeholder, please? So I grew up in Elizabeth till I was about 10 years old, moved to Roselle Park, and spent the most of my childhood in middle school and high school in, in Roselle Park. And, you know, those are two beautiful towns and great towns. And uh, went to Hobart College, got a degree in, in, in economics, and then came home from school and determined that I wanted to help my community. I was really focused on that. I, I ran for a councilman in uh, Roselle Park. I was elected to to two terms there, six years I spent. And, you know, it's funny because then my, I got married during that time. My son was born. And I, at the end of 1996, when my second term was finishing, I said, I'm retiring um, from politics. And it was two terms on the Rosa Park Council. And um, that, that retirement lasted about two months because <laughs> I finished my term December 31st. And then early in 2017, I was approached about running for freeholder. And I went home and I had a long talk with my wife, and uh, she's been nothing but supportive over all these years and really is the, uh, the quarterback of our team in the, in the household, and she's the best. But she supported me in what I wanted to do, and I ran with the two freeholders at the time and had a long history with those freeholders, Deb Scanlon from Union and Chester Holmes from Rawway. And we ran, um, I think, four terms together and was just a, a delight to be involved. And we, you know, kind of hit it right as far as, you know, the way that the tides were turning um, from a population perspective in Union County and the changing demographics and the aptitude for the community to support the uh, the democratic ideas that we had. And, you know, from then on, we've been, I've been fortunate to be elected uh, eight times to the Freeholder Board. It's been a real joy for me, you know, personally and professionally. You know, I worked many, many of those years. I worked in corporate America uh, in an operational capacity, an executive capacity for, for Chubb and Son. And then most recently, during the daytime, I am the township manager in the township of Scotch Plains. So I'm entering my sixth year as a township manager, and uh, you know, I really enjoy that too. The people of Scotch Plains are wonderful. It's a terrific uh, way for me to spend my day and work hard during the day on behalf of those residents. And then at the nighttime and the weekends, I have a lot of time to dedicate to uh, being the freeholder chairman and uh, being a freeholder. But you know, I'm blessed uh, to have a supportive family. I'm blessed to have great um, freeholders around me. I really feel fortunate that we have a wonderful county manager and deputy county manager and a set of directors that kind of run the day-to-day operation of our county. And uh, it's a very rewarding for me to, to be in a position to, uh, to represent the, the people of Union County. It's, it's wonderful. I'm, I'm humbled. 
uh, I'm in awe of the responsibility that I've had and that I have moving forward. And it's uh, it's a great it's a great time, but so it's also a balancing time for me. So I have a busy family. My son graduated from college um, earlier this or earlier in, in uh, 2019. And my daughter will be graduating uh, in 2020 in May, and they'll be off on their careers. And my wife is busy in her own right doing her thing. So it's a lot going on with the, the work life, the political life, and then the family life. But it seems to work, and I'm really I'm pleased with how it's moving forward. Oh, we've been talking with Union County Board of Chosen Freeholders Chairman Al Mirabella. He's going to be serving in 2020, and he was talking a bit about some of his initiatives for the coming year. Chairman Mirabella, thanks so much for taking the time to talk with me today. My pleasure, Bernie. I hope we get a chance to talk again sometime.